doctrines can really influence marketing strategy. It's really going to come down to your own personal analysis and what you can accomplish. A SWOT analysis is a really effective way to make sure that you're thinking through your business in a 360 degree view. It will not only help you create a marketing strategy, but it will also help you assess some of your business goals or places where you need to spend some energy. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 26 of Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a SWOT analysis. What is a SWOT analysis? SWOT stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. A SWOT analysis is simply a way to assess these four areas of your business. I thoroughly enjoy creating these analyses because it's a really great tool to help identify goals or strategies that you can work into a marketing plan. A SWOT analysis isn't restricted to just marketing, but because you're assessing your business as a whole and your marketing strategies should always be tied to your business goals, it can help give you a clear picture of what you need to accomplish in the next year. So if you feel like you're stuck on where to start regarding a marketing plan, using the SWOT analysis is a great place to get some ideas flowing and identify where you want to spend your time and energy moving forward. The actual process of creating a SWOT analysis is actually pretty easy. You simply draw an axis, then take each of the letters and assign a letter to one of the quadrants. Then within each quadrant, you write ideas, concepts, or things that are relevant to that letter. I have a really sleepy baby that I'm bouncing as I record this. So all of those little noises are co-host Willa, who's not feeling podcasting today. (laughs) All right. So once you've filled in each quadrant, you've pretty much created your SWOT analysis, but it's not enough to simply create the analysis. The power of this exercise comes from actually doing something with what you've written down. To help you see how I apply this to creating a marketing strategy, I did my own SWOT analysis for Authentic. So I'm going to walk you through what it looks like and then give you my thoughts for each quadrant. In the strengths quadrant, I wrote having a marketing strategy, having my niche identified, being professionally certified in marketing management, sharing the same journey that many of my clients are on, having low overhead costs, having flexible scheduling, being ambitious, and being highly motivated to succeed. As you can see from the things I wrote down in this quadrant, some of these items are directly related to my marketing strategy, like having my marketing strategy in place and having an ideal customer or niche identified, while others are simply differentiators that I can speak to when I talk to potential clients about why they should work with me, being professionally certified, understanding their journey, things like that. In the weaknesses quadrant, I wrote not having a social media strategy mapped out 
creating social media content, not sharing my personal story, aka my why, and not reviewing my social podcast or website analytics on a regular basis. Now, from this quadrant, you can see that even experts are not perfect and we don't always have everything pulled together. Social media is a big weakness for me. I have an easy content process to use and I know how to be successful on social media, but I haven't had time to really dissect each channel and determine what my strategy within each channel should be. But more importantly, social media has fallen victim to one of my biggest threats, which I'll get to in a bit. Here, my weaknesses are both strategic and kind of what I'd consider admin-related or things that really should be baked into a process that I've already got. In addition to not having a real thorough social media strategy documented, I'm actually really bad at sharing my story. I know, I talk about this all the time and how important it is, and I really believe that sharing your story is a big contributor to your success. I know, because people buy from people, not brands. So for me, seeing this appear in my weakness quadrant is really motivating to me to set aside some time and really think about how I'm going to be better at sharing my story. I already have the process in place, so I wouldn't consider this a marketing strategy, but more of a one and done task that I need to put some time and thought into. Now in the opportunities quadrant, I wrote networking and utilizing my personal network social media, paring down my admin tools and subscriptions, my podcast, speaking engagements, and creating content pillars. This is where a lot of my marketing strategies come from. I have a marketing strategy for networking. I have one for creating and promoting my podcast and looking for speaking engagements. These are all things in my mind that will help me better brand my business and help me grow my business. So a couple of the items here, like paring down my subscriptions and tools and creating content pillars are tasks that will honestly get done pretty quick in an afternoon and give me some immediate wins, like saving money and getting my social media organized. In the threats quadrant, I wrote, having my family home all the time. I know I love them, but it's not good for my business. Not having enough quiet time to focus on my work because my family is home all the time, not having a set schedule. There's a lot of household distractions. I have been very bad about setting clear boundaries. Um, I am not being on brand in my social channels and I've got some personal hangups about social media that are really influencing and threatening my success in those channels. So here, this quadrant helped me create a lot of things that went into my weakness quadrant. So something to note here is that typically I start in the top left corner with S, top right is W, bottom left is O, bottom right is T. You know, you really kind of move through the quadrants in a pretty fluid process because something you'll write in your threats might um, spark an opportunity or um, a weakness that you can identify. So even though I have a seamless social media process in place, not having enough quiet time to focus and get my work done with my family all home thanks to COVID has meant that my process has really fallen by the wayside and that's detrimental to my business and I know it's costing me in terms of visibility and potential leads. 
the power of social media is real. The time and energy social media takes is also real. And so not having enough time to dedicate to following my process is a threat and therefore creates that weakness within my own business. Now, another threat that I mentioned was my own personal hangups about social media. I enjoy social media, sure, but I really try to make an effort not to be on my phone constantly when my kids are around because I hate feeling like they believe they have to compete with a tiny computer screen for my attention. I want them to see me actively engaged with them and not constantly asking me to put my phone down. Also, I'm just really struggling to be on brand in my social media channels because I'm really a pretty private person, which makes it hard for me to be vulnerable, and that seems to be kind of trendy on Instagram. I also don't love the idea of constantly putting my kids out there for everyone to see. Even though other mompreneurs are a target audience of mine, and it's really important for me to showcase you know, the life that I'm leading and the balance that I'm trying to find and they're a major part of my why, I really kind of dislike splashing them all over social media. They're really, they're little kids and it makes me feel like I'm opening them up to being vulnerable and I don't necessarily agree with sharing their faces and their personal lives with the whole world without their permission. Now, this gets into a a whole, you know, kind of personal conviction and ethical thought process of mine. And it all kind of wraps up, all of these things kind of wrap up into that personal hangup about social media. So these personal hangups are really impacting my ability to show up authentically and make connections with my ideal audience. And so they made the list. It's something that I just kind of need to think through and really come up with a method for eliminating this threat that doesn't compromise my personal values, but also doesn't hinder my brand. So again, something that, you know, if I probably just took the time a couple of hours to think through it, I could get it done and out of the way. So we've talked through each of the quadrants and you can see how I filled out each one. As I said, I found that most of my marketing strategies come out of my opportunities quadrant, but some also came out of my weaknesses quadrant. This is naturally how my SWOT analysis shook out and where strategies to market authentic naturally appeared. For you, it could be totally different. For example, one of your strengths might be sharing your season of life and how it's impacting you. That's a huge part of your journey and what differentiates you, and you could capitalize that by creating a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel. It might mean that you're a perfect fit for Instagram. So that's how a strength of yours could influence a marketing strategy for you. Okay, so when it comes to the threats quadrant, you also want to be looking externally. Um, For me right now, I don't have a lot of external threats, or at least none that I've identified. You might have competitors that are well-known to you and that you've identified. So when you're looking at the threats quadrant, you might see that a competitor has released something you don't have. For example, maybe you're a boutique and your major competitor recently added an e-commerce portion to their website so customers can shop online. That might be something that you want to investigate and if it impacts you and your business, that potentially creates the marketing strategy of adding an e-commerce portion to your website. 
Or perhaps your fitness boutique and a competitor has added personal training sessions as an option at their locations. You might not have the staff to do this yet, so perhaps you create a marketing strategy that highlights something that sets you apart. Maybe you have really strong, well-known staff members that teach your classes. So personal training may not be an option for your customers, but learning from and attending classes with really influential and badass coaches might be. So you see, any of the quadrants can really influence a marketing strategy. It's going to come down to your own personal analysis and what you can accomplish. A SWOT analysis is a really effective way to make sure that you're thinking through your business in a 360 degree view. It will not only help you create a marketing strategy, but it will also help you assess some of your business goals or places where you need to spend some energy. To me, these are the fun parts of marketing and owning a business. They're the processes and ideas that I like to put my energy behind because most of them aren't just focused around admin type tasks. It's like my own version of strategic planning that large businesses often go through and it just gets me super jazzed. The SWOT analysis is easy to get done and easy to digest. The hard part is actually putting some of the lessons that you'll learn into action. So my recommendation is to block off a few days where you can put the time and energy into this exercise. Whether it's all at once or over the course of a few weeks, I promise it will help you clarify your business objectives and help you really get clarity on your marketing strategy. To help you, I've created a PDF of my SWOT analysis so you can use it for reference as you complete yours. You can download it today at getauthenticbranding.com resources. And of course, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to Startup Marketing to help other business owners like you find this podcast. (laughs) Until next time.